Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I was 21 and recently became a police officer and was also recently dumped. So my friend suggested Tinder. As a 21-year-old and new cop, I had the I'm invincible and I can take anyone on mentality. I matched with a very good-looking, out-of-my-league female. We chatted and eventually set up a date to meet. She said she had a great open field to look at stars and hang out, and we could meet up at her house. So the night came. I was excited, and she seemed to be excited when I picked her up. She guided me to the field, and it looked nice. Open space, woods, deer, and other wildlife. In the field... I noticed really dim headlights in the distance. Then, the van started driving towards us and pulled up right in front of us, almost close enough to block me from going forward. I told her to stay in the car and I'll go say hi. I grabbed my flashlight I had in the car and walked up. In the front driver's side of the van, There was a decently sized man. I asked him what was going on and if he could back his car up a little bit. He was very polite, said he was the owner of the property, and said he didn't mean to scare us. He told me he's been having trouble with poachers on his property and just wanted to make sure we weren't going to be shooting at anything. I ensured him we only came out to look at some stars and wildlife he was perfectly okay with that told me to have a nice date and drove away after that the girl was texting non-stop around an hour later I saw headlights coming towards us again this time at a really fast pace we hopped in the car and I moved it to a more defensive position The same man came close enough to almost hit my car. She hopped out of the car at that point and ran towards the guy. I immediately knew I was fucked. I got out and gave them commands to back up and get on the ground. Neither of them complied, obviously. He then proceeded to charge me and knock me to the ground. Luckily... I was able to get him on his back and get up. I saw my date grab a metal pipe from the van. She told me they had a gun and to give them my money and truck and I won't get hurt. Of course with my I'm invincible mentality, I said no. She started to cry, saying they didn't want to hurt me. 
He then started to go back towards the car. At that point, I told them I was a cop, drew my concealed firearm, and to lay on the ground. After a moment of shock from all of us, they complied. I was able to call 911, tell them my name and badge number, and that I had two at gunpoint and needed backup immediately. I gave our dispatcher the best directions I could to this field, and while on the phone, they both fled. Again, stupid new cop young guy mentality, I chased them. I took off after the man, who ran into the woods around the field. I chased him for maybe 30 seconds, and heard three loud pops, and saw a muzzle flash. My I'm invincible mentality went right out the window. I ran like hell back towards my car and peeled the hell out of there. I went back to the area I picked her up in, called the dispatch again, and had officers come to that location. Of course, the first officers to pull up was my sergeant and my field training officer. Of course, they were both completely understanding and didn't give me any shit about it at all. The most used words were dumbass and stupid fucking rookie. I hopped in their car and went towards the field. Luckily, the van was still there. I was told to shut my mouth and to only come out if they started getting shot at. They cleared the area and started looking in the van. They found the meth right on the center console and searched the car. What scared me the most was when my field training officer and sergeant came back to the patrol car, let me out, and told me to look in the back of the van. Both of them were pale and looked horrified. I went to the back of the van where there were several knives, duct tape, lighter fluid, a decent amount of rifle ammunition, handcuffs, and what looked to be dried blood. In the front seat passenger side, we found an AR-15 rifle and two more handguns. We called for immediate backup and detectives. When they investigated the blood, it turned out that it wasn't actual blood. Also, they found out that the plates had been stolen and the van was also reported stolen. I still get shit about the whole encounter, but luckily, no one got hurt. I will never use online dating again, ever. It's been months since this happened, but it was on my mind today, and I can't believe I didn't post it sooner to this sub. Back in the winter, I had returned home to New York City and was getting used to the usual schlep on the subway to get to and around the city in general. I hate the subway as an overarching sentiment towards the MTA. I had always called it the bane of my existence because it challenged me in all the areas I am sensitive about. Close proximity to strangers claustrophobic spaces, 
temperature extremes, mysteriously foul smells, pests and vermin, overall it's convenient and tolerable on a good day. But I still had had my fair share of unfortunate encounters over the years that led me to regard the subway as a less ideal mode of transportation around the city. This one early evening on a Sunday solidified my thinking. I had just left a breast cancer fundraiser event around 7 p.m. and was only going a few stops over to where my house was on the N train. My little sister and I sat chatting quietly as the train began to move. A medium-built black man with a gray pea coat and a beanie made eye contact with me and hurried over. He bent down close to my face extending his arm out for a handshake and said, Hello there. You are very beautiful. How you doing? What's your name? I sort of just recoiled back, giving him a confused, what are you doing in my personal space kind of look, shaking my head and cleared his interest to make his acquaintance. All of a sudden, it was like a switch flipped and his previously sweet tone turned to an ugly rage. Fucking bitch, think you better than everybody, huh? You ain't shit, you ugly bitch. Clown ass bitch. Fuck out of here, clown ass bitch. He screamed at the top of his lungs, and I noticed everyone turning and staring in our direction. Fuck you anyway. He made a waving off gesture while I kind of just sat there staring at him wide-eyed, wondering what he was going to do next. His entire stance was very aggressive. And then he stopped screaming, and to my surprise, made a direct pass to try the same exact thing on my sister, who was right next to me. Wow, you're beautiful too. Can I shake your hand? And he reached directly next to me to touch her. The fucking nerve. I extended my arm and said firmly, Hey, leave my sister alone and back up out of our space. This guy smacks my hand out of the way. Now he's fully pushed my buttons. I stand up and realize I'm about eye level with him. So he must have been 5'9", 5'11 at the most. Don't fucking touch my sister, I said, and I was officially heated. This part is a blur, as I don't remember what he said when he pushed me, and we began to scuffle. But I landed a very sweet uppercut on his jaw. This enraged him, and he had me on my back within seconds, kicking me and screaming, I'll fucking kill you, bitch! After what felt like an eternity... Two good people of the subway had run up behind him and grabbed him off of me. I heard one guy say, Leave her alone, dude, what the fuck? And when I looked up, I saw several horrified passengers staring at us as we had engaged in a full-on brawl. Adrenaline was pumping through my veins, so everything was bright and my vision was pinpoint and I felt numb. The conductor said something over the speakers about holding the train at the platform. 
and I stood there, shaking, as the guys threw him onto the platform and made a barrier between the platform and the door as he attempted to get back in the car, clawing at the air and sputtering curses at me, staring me dead in the eye. The subway doors finally closed, locking him out. He pounded on the doors as though possessed by a demon, screaming so loud you could see every vein in his neck as he pounded on the glass. His eyes were so bloodshot they almost glowed red, and his voice so loud it pierced through the entire car. I'll kill you, bitch! Then the subway car pulled away from the station. Someone pointed to the ground. He had dropped his cell phone in the altercation, and it was unlocked. I found out everything I could about this crazed stranger. His name, his social media handles, saw all of his selfies. The fact that he had been trying very hard and was unsuccessful at getting laid. His text messages revealed that he was a drug dealer of some sort. I suspected crack because of the prices, increments, and wording of the text messages, which would kind of also explain his violent outburst. I'd seen my fair share of crazy in New York City, but it hadn't gotten this up close and personal in years. I was shook and emotional following the attack. I went to the police station with my aunt and uncle soon after, and I was filing a report when one of the cops at the station says, If it turns out that you stole this phone from this guy, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Deadass, straight to my face, that I stole this phone from a complete stranger on the subway and was now spinning some elaborate web that included turning myself in at a police station? When I was filing a report of an assault, I wasn't wrong in thinking that guy wasn't going to be much help. I digress. I give them his full name, and they said that they had a lot of people in the system with the same name. I said, Well, I have all this specific info I got off the phone. They said they couldn't use anything off of the phone without a warrant. They ended up taking his cell phone from me, and nothing ever really came out of it, except for the ginormous bruise I had from getting a blunt kick to the thigh. An officer came by my house a few months later, with some photos of extremely similar looking black men, none of which I could confidently identify as my assailant. I haven't heard a single thing since I filed the report and I couldn't find the guy on social media again. So, this lunatic is out there probably riding the subway somewhere, waiting for the next girl to reject a handshake so he can go absolutely batshit crazy. Sometimes I wonder what would have happened had it been late at night with nobody around to help me. That guy was screaming that he was going to kill me, and I'm sure he would have, given the chance. This all literally just happened within the past hour. 
I got out of work at 6.30 p.m. and went to McDonald's to get an iced coffee. I pull up to the drive-thru and there's a red truck in front of me with a cap on the bed. It's super wide so I can't see their mirrors and thus can't get a glimpse of who is inside. I'm minding my own business listening to Unsolved Mysteries on YouTube when I see that the red truck has pulled up to the second pickup window. You know, there's a window where you pay and then two separate windows where you pick up your food. I didn't think anything of it and just assumed they had a big order and the McDonald's employee asked them to pull up so I could get my iced coffee. I look up see the truck's reverse lights come on. Okay, they must have pulled up a little too far and are backing up a little, no big deal. But they keep backing up without signaling to me at all that they are backing up. I slowly back up too. Luckily, no one is behind me. They keep backing up and backing up until they are finally parked at the first pickup window now. The McDonald's employee looks out the window at me, shrugs, and gives me a look like, I don't know why they did that. A few minutes goes by. At this point, I'm just thinking about how strange and not part of common etiquette it was to back up without signaling to anyone you need to do so. They could have easily hit me had I not been looking straight ahead, curious as to what they were doing. Now five minutes, at least, goes by. No one is being given any food. I just want my iced coffee, so I'm kind of annoyed that they backed up, thinking maybe they were told to go to the second window, since I only needed the coffee. But they suddenly feel like refusing to do so would get McDonald's to get them their food faster, and thus, they backed up to the first pickup window? I don't know. Anyways, I continue to sit there and wait for my drink when I see the passenger door to the truck open. Out comes an older man, like 65 to 70 years old. He was wearing light khaki colored overalls and a dirty white t-shirt. He starts walking slowly over to my car and I'm thinking... Maybe he's going to apologize to me for not signaling that they were going to back up. He gets to my passenger door window, turns so he is facing the window head on, and just stares at me. I'm waiting for him to signal to put my window down, thinking he had something to say. But he doesn't do anything. He just stands there and stares. He starts to lift his hand towards the door handle and I quickly lock the door. He scowls and walks back to the truck and gets back in the passenger side. They immediately drive away the second he closes his door. They didn't get any food. They didn't get anything. They just left. I pull up to the drive-thru to finally get my iced coffee. It's been well over 10 minutes at this point and I head home. At this point, I have more questions than answers. Why did they back up without signaling? Why did they back up at all? 
Why did he get out of his truck? Why was he about to open my door? Why didn't he say anything? Why didn't they get any food or drinks? It might not be the creepiest thing to happen on this sub, but this whole ordeal made me so anxious that I was actually shaking the whole ride home. And I am not the best at confrontation, clearly. I just wish I had some insight or understanding to exactly what happened here.